This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hello, Get Booked listeners. Welcome to The Hand Cell, a special weekly installment of Get Booked that's all about books that we just can't resist shouting about. This is Amanda Nelson, and today's Hand Cell is The Sentence by Louise Erdrich. Let's hear from our sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by Greenleaf Book Group. No summer vacation should be without a great read, and I don't know about you, but I am partial to mysteries and thrillers for my hot month reads. It's hot girl reading summer always over here. And from the award-winning librettist of Legally Blonde, the musical and the screenwriter of Freaky Friday, Heather Hawk, comes the page-turning psychological thriller, The Trouble with Drowning. So when author Eden Hart floats into Tucson's Antigone books and all her dazzling perfection to give a reading, Kat, a struggling writer, can't help but compare herself. Thankfully, Kat's life starts to take on its own Eden-like glow when her literary future takes shape and she falls madly in love with Jacob. As demons from her past begin to surface, Kat's mental health craters and this halcyon dream slips through her fingers. For the fastest-paced slow burn you won't be able to put down, be sure to check out The Trouble with Drowning by Heather Hawk on Amazon or your retailer of choice. And thanks again to Greenleaf Book Group for sponsoring this episode. Today's episode is brought to you by Gallery Books. So Anna Green thought she was marrying Liam West for access to subsidized family housing while at UCLA, which is an interesting reason to marry someone, but you know, in this economy. So anyway, she signed divorce papers when the graduation caps were tossed and she thought she was done. Eh, she wasn't. Three years later, Anna is a starving artist living paycheck to paycheck while West is a Stanford professor. Now he is part of a conglomerate. His family owns this mega grocery store chain. He's not interested in working for them, but he is interested in those greenbacks, honey, that come in the form of a $100 million inheritance. To get it, he has to be married for five years. That's where our girl Anna comes back into play. So the two will fake a marriage, but as he gets to know her and gets to appreciate the feisty, foul mouth, paint splattered girl that she is, he'll begin to wonder if the money is worth the love of his life. Pick up The Paradise Problem by Christina Lauren to find out if it is. And thanks again to Gallery Books for sponsoring this episode. So I don't know how y'all feel about Louise Erdrich, <laughs> who is one of the most famous living authors right now. Um, but I quite, I quite, I quite like her. Quite enjoy her her written word. She's a scribe, you know. She is not, however, an auto buy for me because oftentimes her books are, you know, quite dark, and I need to hear some chatter around them before I can gird my loins. And it took me forever to read the Roundhouse, you know. So I I sat on the sentence for a while, but then all that I was hearing about it was that it was a, about a bookseller. So, you know, I'm into that. This came out pretty recently, uh, November 9th. So only 10 days as of when I'm recording this right now that it's been out. So I just jumped on it. You know, I figured 
it's been long enough. If it was really hard, I would have heard about it. But I didn't. And it is hard, but in surprising ways. So the sentence is about a woman named Tuki, who is an indigenous woman and lives in Minnesota, who, when the book opens, is arrested for a kind of a hilarious crime, but it ends up not being hilarious. She's arrested and sentenced to several years in prison, which she serves the majority of before she is released on good behavior. Once she gets out of prison, she gets a job at a bookstore in Minneapolis that is owned by Louise Erdrich. <laughs> so Louise is a character in her own story, and Tuki is an employee in the bookstore that Louise, in real life, owns and runs. I don't know if you knew that, but Louise is a bookstore owner. And so Tuki works at this bookstore. She gets married. Um, she, you know starts over, essentially, and uh, ends up really loving her job at the bookstore. She becomes a career bookseller, you know, one of those folks who are not just there to work like a retail holiday season, but who are going to probably do this forever. She becomes a just professional, total professional. And over the course of the book, her most annoying customer dies. And her most annoying customer's name is Flora. She is a white woman who pretends to be indigenous or like very deeply wants to be indigenous. And so she doesn't actually have any indigenous background, but she's constantly tone policing all the indigenous people who work at the store and bringing them, you know, moccasins that she's pretended to learn how to make all of this kind of goofy, very obnoxious stuff. And then she has a heart attack, I think, in the book and dies and starts haunting the bookstore. And Tuki is not the only employee who is aware that Flora is still there. And so throughout the book, Tuki's trying to figure out what to do. And that's what I knew about that. that this part that I have thus described is what I knew about this book going, for, going into it. What I did not know is that the book takes place during 2020. So the pandemic... And then also George Floyd's murder. And the bookstore is in Minneapolis. So very close to, I did not realize this at all, but like very close to Louise Erdrich's store where, where the protests were happening. I, don't, I just didn't realize that that's where she lived. So she had a, you know, really up close and personal, Louise, the author, the real person, had a really up close and personal experience with that uprising in her state. And so I just wasn't ready. <laughs> I wasn't ready to like relive that summer and that feeling of, I mean, you remember, all of, I don't need to go into it with all of you. You remember what that was like. And I was totally taken off guard, but I got through it. And of course, I loved it. Like, Luis is a genius. She's a wonderful writer. And this is probably the, this is the first novel I think I've read about the pandemic. I've read some nonfiction about it. I talked about the Michael Lewis here on an episode of The Hand Cell, but I hadn't gotten myself to a place where I could read any fiction about it. And to be honest, I don't think that there's a lot of... We haven't had enough time to process any of that from that year, from last year. We haven't had enough time to process it. So I don't think we've had enough time to get good books out of it because we're still in it. <laughs> but I trust Louise to get us to get us there in fiction, and she does. So if you're ready for a novel that's not about the pandemic, like the, it's not entirely about the pandemic. It's not entirely about racial justice in regards to George Floyd, but it is a lot about those things. So if you are ready yourself to start thinking about it or using somebody else's brain to think about it, you know, we're all still processing. We're all still grieving. We're still dealing with the fallout of all of those things. And sometimes it's useful. One of the reasons we read fiction, right? To have a second brain to help you process concepts. Um, so if you're ready for a second brain, this is a great place to start. One of the greatest living American writers to bring us 
into some deeper thinking about one of the hardest years in American history. So I will stop babbling now. That's the sentence by Louise Erdrich. Surprising no one. It's great. <laughs> Go out and get it. Um, and that's it. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you to our audio editor, Jen Zink. You can find more recs at bookriot.com and more podcasts at bookriot.com slash listen. If you'd like to get in touch, you can email us at getbooked at bookriot.com. And please do leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. And we'll be back next week. <laughs>